Welcome to Lymphedema Podcast. I'm Betty Westbrook, a certified lymphedema therapist and the voice behind Lymphedema Podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to provide answers and explanations for people affected by the lymphatic disease, lymphedema. This podcast is for patients, family members, medical professionals, and anyone interested in lymphedema. Each month, I will discuss a new topic related to this disease to help you learn more and navigate better your journey ahead. Between shows, you can catch me on IGTV or Instagram TV, as well as monthly live Q&A sessions. I'm so passionate about teaching others about lymphedema that I created this podcast just for you. Thanks for joining me. I hope you're ready to learn something new today. Disclaimer, as a certified lymphedema therapist, all information provided is based on my professional experiences and education. I recommend that anyone who feels they have lymphedema or have been medically diagnosed with lymphedema seek in-person medical treatment from a certified lymphedema therapist. Hey everybody, and welcome back to episode 92 of Lymphedema Podcast. Lymphedema Podcast is made possible by the support of Eros Medical, Bryland's Feet Foundation, Dr. Jenna Wishnu at Lamb Vascular and Associates, Juzo Compression, MediUSA, and the National Lymphedema Network. For more information and to browse previous episodes, visit the Lymphedema Podcast website. This past week, I was in Boston for the National Lymphedema Network's conference. This year, the conference was exclusive to CLTs, and very hands-on learning occurred every single day. This is such a neat concept and a very unique one because as a CLT, you really only get hands-on experience during your initial certification or like in an additional course. So for example, I took the Advanced Lymphedema Management course maybe in 2017 with the Academy of Lymphatic Studies and it covered head and neck lymphedema wound care, therapy taping, advanced bandaging, and maybe a few more things, but right now I just can't remember them all. And that was hands-on, but with, you know, your patient being your partner, which is another CLT. The NLN conference this year took the same approach and offered 10 expert lab sessions, and I was so proud to just be included in the faculty. Presenters like Gunter Close, Linda Roherty, Frank Avales, Bertu Aurora, and Steve Norton. So many other great presenters were at this conference presenting on their area of expertise that you don't get that kind of knowledge base, hands-on skills learning ever. I mean, you can hang out at a conference and you can ask questions. But sometimes, you know, we're just kind of tired. We've been learning all day, sitting in lecture or listening to reports. And it's just kind of a time to chill and hang out. But this conference was really unique because it highlighted areas that we could improve on and areas that we have a lot to learn about in the lymphedema community. And the level of expertise there. I just, I mean, these are all experts in the field. So, so something cool that I want to talk about are a few of the techniques that I learned. And I'm going to start with the breast and chest lab. 
And this episode is primarily for other lymphedema therapists who didn't attend the NLN conference. And maybe you're looking for some pearls of knowledge that we picked up along the way. And something that I want to talk about in Linda's course that I've used in head and neck lymphedema management, I haven't used it for breast lymphedema. And that is the use of Dysum. Brad Smith showed me a technique where you use Dysum or give your patient a piece of Dysum so that they get traction on their skin and you just get a little bit of that skin pull. And Linda does the same thing when working around scars or very tight breasts after breast cancer treatment, lymphedema, all of that secondary damage has been done. So for breast and chest lymphedema management, one of the pearls I picked up was using Dysum. And it doesn't have to be very big. And in this particular lab, we use two, maybe two inch strips of Dysum along either side of a scar. And we worked up and down opposite directions, side to side, circular, to really mobilize that scar and that tissue. The compression garment lab taught by Christina Hankins was very helpful in learning more about how you as the CLT, you as the individual can play a much more active role in your patient's garments and the selection of garments in the prescription of garments and how they obtain them. There's more options than just saying, hey, go to your local DME or here's a script for a compression garment, good luck. There's a lot more that we can do. And part of that comes from research. And if anyone is interested in this garment information, I'm considering actually trying to reach out and interview Christina on this topic. So if you have any other questions about this, go ahead and email me, lymphedemapodcast at gmail.com, and we will try to chat with her some more. Ruth Coopy, she presented on elastic taping and something that she covered, which was really, really helpful, is the systems approach. I'm a self-taught, and I don't know if that's the best way to put it. I've not attended a K-taping class. I've not attended a specific brand's class. I have read over the lymphedema and edema taping book um, when it was in my presence when I was able to get my hands on it. I don't own it. I did not buy it. And I've looked over another co-worker's like, sports K-taping manual. And then I just learned a lot from watching my mentors in the clinic apply theirs. And in the Academy of Lymphatic Studies Advanced Lymphedema Management course, we did K-taping there. So I should take it back. I have taken that specialized education in K-taping and we didn't do the systems approach necessarily. And I remember learning this over the summer from Vale at camp where instead of stretching the tape, you position the skin to be stretched and that is where you get the stretch so that it's not too aggressive and it really works with the movement of the skin. I've always been a little aggressive in that I kind of position them where I want them and stretch the tape, but that's not really necessary. And Ruth showed a really cool one where it's the pump. So I think we did it on 
the knee or the ankle or the elbow. I did mine on the ankle. Another course that I really enjoyed was Expert Bandaging by Steve Norton. And I may have enjoyed this course the most. Me and my friend got lost trying to find the room. We went upstairs, we went to the other side of the conference hall, and really, we should have known the whole time because it was down by Starbucks. So we got lost, and we come in. We're the very last two people to sit down. He's kind of already started. And within a few minutes, he's like, okay, well, we're going to get going. Can I have a volunteer? And I'm like, you know, it might as well be me. I've already disrupted and had to walk all the way up to the very front row to get my seat. So I will be the example. So I walked up there and it's my favorite because he bandaged my arm. And honestly, I just kept thinking people are probably intimidated in a situation like that. But I wasn't, and it's because what better way to learn from the expert Steve Norton than to have Steve Norton bandage you. You can feel it. You can see it up close and personal. Um, so that was a really cool thing for me. And that was a very snug bandage. I think the application is different than what I was taught in my school. And I'm going to take some pieces from learning that type of bandaging technique. And something I would like to learn is how they use foam in the Norton training. Um, they don't use the foam roll. I have always used foam roll. I find that it is reusable. You know, you can wash it, you can reuse it. It's easy to roll, easy to pack. And maybe the cut foam is too. I just am not familiar, familiar enough with it. And Maureen Macbeth had mentioned about cutting on a bias. Really, you don't have to cut and then bevel. You just cut at an angle and you bevel it as you cut, which is super smart. And of course, she would have thought of that, but I did not. So there's so much stuff left to learn. And I can't not mention the fabulous Shelly who presented on genital lymphedema. And Shelly, I'm not even going to attempt to say your last name because I barely remember that night. <laughs> we were so tired from flying in. I don't remember your last name, and maybe you just told me your name was Shelly. But it was one of the best things about the course. One, because Shelly brings hand-sewn, hand-stuffed genitals, vulvas, penises, scrotums, and you get to wear them. I mean, guys, what better way to learn hands-on than to get your hands on some swollen vulvas? So it was a really great experience learning how to use the Coban 2, which has a long life. So Coban 2, it can be worn, I think she said, like a week, and you can create a flap so that the flap has easy access for the male to urinate. We didn't actually wrap our vulvas, but we did measure them. So I don't want to give any information on how to wrap or apply compression to the vulva because it's not the same approach as for Coban 2 for the male scrotum and penis. But using the Coban 2 approach is so helpful because I would have never considered it just because I haven't been exposed to it. And I don't know if any other CLTs listening are like this, but I can see it at a booth and or I could read about it 
but I still am like, oh, I don't know. Do I want to make that investment to buy it? Does it actually help? What's it going to do to my patient's skin? I still just have questions. So that's another reason why the hands-on conference was really helpful because there's a lot of things that somebody may suggest and you're just not comfortable or confident yet to try it out. In theory, it sounds great. Someone else can do it and that sounds great. But getting the opportunity for you to get your hands on, <laughs> uh, no pun intended, get your hands on the supplies, your hands on that technique and have the expert there to kind of guide you through it. That was really amazing. Now to proudly talk about my presentation, I worked so very hard to make life casting models of some campers that were at Camp Watchmen this summer because I presented on pediatric lymphedema. And the scariest part about working with a kid, in my opinion, when I first started, was am I going to hurt them? They're so little. I'm just kind of nervous because they're little, you know, they're just small. So the thing about this is that there is no difference really in our approach. We're just a little bit softer. You know, you have to be a little bit more gentle in your application. You want to be really cautious of milestones and development. If these are really little babies, they're infants, so they're still needing to crawl and walk and learn balance and all these ex exploration things. But really, these kids have the same lymphatic systems and we're doing more harm by not jumping in and trying our best to apply the techniques that we know are really the keystones to CDT. So I was able to bring in Kyle and Maddie. Kyle has more than one limb affected with lymphedema, but I brought in Kyle's right hand and I brought in Maddie's left leg and every therapist who attended was able to bandage toes, fingers, hands, foot, ankle, wrist. I mean, all the way up. Okay. So up to the knee and up to the elbow, cause they were half models of a pediatric limb, a real pediatric limb. It looks, feels shaped like a pediatric limb and not just an adult hand and we're playing make-believe. So that was something that was really cool to me. Um, and to see people, you know, have questions to say that they've treated a kid, you know, what if, or how can um, they improve in their treatment approach for their littles that come into them. That was just really fun to be able to answer those questions. And I would not have been able to do it without my team because there's a lot of questions. And the time frame for the conference was short. I mean, once you get in there, that goes by so quickly. You hardly have time to really like set up with any education. You really don't have enough time to get into the details. It is just, hey, let's go. Let me show you this. And we have to move on. But my team were all volunteers from camp this last summer. I had Elise Cantu who is the voice of the Onco PT podcast. She's a PT, DPT, CLT Lana out of Fort Worth, Texas. Amber Prawley 
out of Houston, Texas. She works at Texas Children's Hospital, and she is also PT, DPT, CLT, Lana. And Karen Roach out of LA, she is an OT, CLT, and she came to camp this summer with no pediatric experience, and neither did Elise. So it was really cool that over camp, they fell in love with pediatric lymphedema treatment. They fell in love with our mission to educate other therapists, and they were able to do rounds in the room, help with bandaging supplies, help with technique, and answer some questions because there were a lot of people in the courses that needed a little bit of help with application and how do I do this with the hand or the finger roll and where do I put the foam and all these other questions. So it was really, really great to have them there alongside me. I feel like I could have used two or three more people and I also could have used two or three more hours, heck, two or three days to really be able to dive into pediatric lymphedema treatment and the protocols that we can apply. Brittany Williams was there. I obviously can't go anywhere without my sidekick and partner for life, Brittany Williams. She's the founder and CEO of Bryland's Feet Foundation. And there in the exhibit hall, we had a booth for Pediatric Lymphedema Alliance, which is launching next week. Um, it is a resource for bandaging kits for pediatric lymphedema. So if you treat kids, if you have a kid with lymphedema, no more buying adult kits and throwing out what you don't need or having to call and make special customized orders. We have it um, online and it is by limb, age, and severity. And you can also do a one or a three month supply. We're going to have other resources and we're working to roll out a continuing education course that will be coming out in 2022. We'll have more details to follow. And that was just some of my highlights from the NLN conference. There were way too many to really dive in to the depth and the breadth of what all I learned, the many, many mentors that I've met you know, even from years past and coming back and meeting back up with them, meeting up with new vendors, meeting up with old vendor friends and talking about products and things that have come out since really 2019 um, was the last time we were all together. So it's just been really nice to reconnect with a lot of other members of the lymphedema community and to see that handful of CLTs who came out to Boston to really improve themselves and to improve their hands-on skills. If you're interested in learning more about the NLN conference, um, I'm not sure if they're going to do this same approach again. I'm not sure if this was just a one-time thing um, or if this will be a additional conference that they would host every year. So just check out their website and I know that they're having a part two, which is a virtual conference that's going to be held in March. Um, I think it might kick off around World Lymphedema Day. But you can learn more by checking out the website and following them on social media so that you can get any more updates as they come out. Again, this NLN conference was in Boston this last week, and it was a exclusive to CLT hands-on expert lab course. Um, and by course, I mean 10, 10 courses, um, every day 
going in and learning from vendors and learning from experts in the field about different areas of the lymphedema treatment aspect that we um, have much to improve on and much um, skills to continue to learn and hone. So if you are there also, I just encourage you to kind of keep up um, your hard work and to reach out to others who you maybe have met there or any of the presenters or their assistants in lab to really continue to grow and hone in on those fine skills. Mother Teresa says, loneliness and the feeling of being unwanted is the most terrible poverty. This podcast is here for you to find friendship and a community for your journey with lymphedema. I hope you enjoyed learning more about the NLN conference that was held in Boston this last weekend. Email me with your story if you would like to share lymphedemapodcast.gmail.com or visit the website lymphedemapodcast.com to submit a topic for another episode.